0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to Hit Points. I want to thank all of you for supporting and listening to us for the last few weeks as we continue to push out more episodes. We greatly appreciate it, and we would love if you continue to rate and throw us a like on any other platforms, give us a solid review and on iTunes or Spotify or whatever listening uh, platform you all listen to. So, yeah, why won't you all settle on in and uh, relax and get ready to refill your Hit Points? <music> All right. Welcome back. This is Naeem Stewart. I'm here with Emily Rose Jacobson. Hello. The Emily Rose Jacobson. <laughs> uh, usually Matt is doing this, but Matt has a fortunate emergency he has to deal with. Uh, he'll be back next week when mm-hmm. we uh, do the next episode. But yeah, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. 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 Playing some games, getting through the week. <laughs> Man, uh, it's, I just finished working on uh, earlier last week the Geek Girl Authority mm-hmm. uh, July's most anticipated games piece. Right. So because we always do a monthly anticipated games piece, and man, there's a bunch of good games coming out this month, and just a nice variety of games. Okay. You got Dragon uh, Dragon Quest Builders Two, which right. is your nice sandbox. Uh, you got Fire Emblem mm-hmm. Three Houses, which I've never written about. I've never wrote about written about a game. To the point where I was like, I want to play this right now. (laughs) Because I was just reading about it and watching more in depth. Because I saw a little bit of E3. So a little bit from the Nintendo press conference when I went back and watched it later. But I went to it. I saw the in-depth playthrough of the game. And Mm -hmm. I was like, dang, I need to play this game. Cool, cool.
0: Now, for anyone that's out there, would you like to tell everyone... What geek girl geek, geek, geek girl gaming is? Yeah,
1: it was geek girl authority. Geek girl authority. Sorry, all about that. good. I am a so that's how I got into uh the, that's how I've kind of begun my adventure in the media side of the video games industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a video games contributor for Geek Girl Authority. We are a predominantly uh female run and a female led. online news publication and so uh the video games team and i we like to do monthly articles we do reviews we Mm -hmm. do we have we're kind of wrapping up our e3 uh e3 experiences (laughs) um and whatnot so yeah it's such a fun place to not only get to talk about games and i really get to share my personality but i also because of that i get to go cover gaming events through them and we get invites and whatnot cool 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 yeah there's a bunch of good games coming out this month
0: well we'll get into that actually we could could segue into that actually well first we should say what we've been playing Oh yeah Uh, and i know right before we started recording you was talking about metro yeah which Uh, is what we're gonna get into later right metro Uh, exodus
1: and i've been replaying breath of the wild Really, I've been replaying it.
0: Well, how? Why? Is, did the DLC come out for you, or just wanted
1: to play it? I just really wanted to play it. Okay. I listen to so when I'm at work, uh-huh. <laughs> I listen to video game soundtracks uh-huh. while I do my work. I do too. And so <laughs> I've been really re-listening really to the Breath of the Wild soundtrack because it has uh-huh. just such a nice, beautiful, nice background music soundtrack. Right. And just listening to it so much, I was like, oh gosh, darn! I got to replay <laughs> this game.
0: <laughs> I I haven't finished. I think I've talked about this in previous episodes. I haven't finished Zelda. I ne- I have to. I need to finish it, especially when the second one. I know it's years down the line yeah. when it comes out, but I need to finish it before that. I think I was caught up between that and Horizon at the time, and gotcha. Horizon is such a damn good game. Gosh, it's a good game so, too. So I'll eventually get back into it. Um, I've been playing lately Frostpunk. Uh,
1: Ooh yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's. I know it's about to come out for the consoles, but. Mm-hmm. I got to play it on a PC due to some work stuff.
1: Yeah. So
0: uh, I love it from what I li- what little I played. Uh, it's very hard. <laughs> 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 I've seen, like, uh, Lucas play it uh, months ago when it first came out on a PC, but I never got a chance to play it up until now. And it's really, really good. Uh, it's very uh, detailed with what you have to do to keep your community alive mm-hmm. and, you know, well in the heat and the cold. Uh, I don't know if you know the gist of how what the story is. I for think so.
1: It's like you have to have you have to ensure that your colony survive that your colony survives in this harsh weather. Right.
0: Yeah. And in the frost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 very fun. I what little I played out, I, I was like, I need to play more. I need to go to work. You know. But uh <laughs> gosh darn it, <laughs> isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I'll get to play it at some point in the future. Because I know it was like a big Steam sale recently. And I just missed out on it. Yeah,
1: Steam summer sale. Yeah.
0: So. But yeah. uh, So we should segue into the news. Yeah, let's talk
1: about some news. Let's talk about some news. Uh, So recently, just kind of interesting video game news Mm -hmm. is that Cuphead is getting an animated series on Netflix. Yes. I'm I, that cracks me up so much because it definitely you play Cuphead and it feels like it's a game that's already based off of a series that exists, right. of course, because it alludes to kind of the classic Mickey Mouse cartoons, mm-hmm. all these kind of classic uh, Fletcher Brothers ca- cartoons from like the early, the early tone of uh, like 1930s, I think. Right. Yeah, 1920s, 1930s. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's such, it's so funny. It cracks me up. So are they, I need to look into this. Are they asking the video game studio and the video game artist to create this animated series? Or be the artist behind it? Or are they hiring another animation studio to do the, the? Or yeah, I guess are they using the animation studio from the game? Or are they using a different television animation studio to do the show?
0: I think, I didn't read the article too much. I didn't read too much in the article, but I think I saw that Netflix animation is actually doing a gotcha. lot of this stuff they may be partnering with the actual studio that made the game mm-hmm. but i think it's netflix animation uh, correct me if i'm wrong i could be wrong about that but i think i read somewhere that, an- that netflix animation is doing it uh it'll be interesting to see because when i see that game uh i see it like in similar to shorts of how it was in those old cartoons like you know bugs bunny and uh, daffy duck those 10 minute Shorts and I, I, and they're supposed to be fleshing out actual long episodic story with this, right? Or am I wrong with that?
1: If there's like because, yeah, there's the overall story, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of like little little short segments. So it sounds like with this, what I'm guessing this animation series could also be too. It's like, okay, cool, they have to fight these foes or they have Mm -hmm. to get from A to B, and that might be like the the series if it is a series uh, yeah who knows if it's going to be shorts i'm looking it up right now I oh mean, dang so netflix animation has glenn kane on it which is he's a very well yeah. i'm just learning this yeah. he's a very well-known <laughs> disney animator who worked on the little mermaid yeah. aladdin and more
0: that's bi- i mean netflix will, you know they have the money but uh yeah that's that's even better now <laughs> uh yeah I, i'm i'm curious to see how it does is it any release date
1: yeah, so it just, um, just sounds it just says the announcement coming to you in full color and cine sound okay uh i wouldn't i I wonder. i wonder if there is a netflix panel though i'm i'm blanking or a there's Comic-Con? a netflix panel at comic con yeah. or um, i'm guessing that we'll see something some as soon as, it, as we get closer to it it's probably just in production right now right uh, as we get closer see yeah what the release date is i'm like is it going to be voiced are we, i'm sure it's going to be voiced mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see the voice talent and yeah i'm, I'm curious to see if it's going to be like there's going to be the enemies from the game are going to be characters like the different enemies like are we going to get that big carrot mm. uh to be a character mm. in this game is the devil i'm sure the devil will have a part in this um but yeah what characters kind of what antagonists yeah. from the game are going to be characters in this or is it going to be something completely different right is it going yeah is it i'm wondering because it's it's curious if it's going to be probably isn't going to be more geared towards kids it's probably going to be geared towards like all audiences
0: which yeah that makes sense i mean yeah
1: (laughs) but yeah Yeah. it's really we're living in a really interesting time because i was seeing in another article uh there's yeah there's a whole bunch of new looney tunes coming Mm -hmm. out in the traditional kind of style there's also they're rebooting they're they're gonna start an oswald cartoon series which I'm guessing is because of how successful the current Mickey Mouse cartoon series has been. Okay. If you've seen those, <laughs> yeah. those shorts, some yeah. of them are real wacky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Oswald's getting his own. Yeah, so we're seeing this almost – we're in a very interesting time. We're seeing this revitalization of classic cartoons. It's great. Of, yeah, uh, I love it. I
0: remember seeing a couple of months ago that Netflix Animation was, like, really pushing to hire a lot of uh, talent artists to uh, work for their studios. And it, now with all these announcements flushing c- coming out slowly – It's great. Uh, I love cartoons. Uh, Same? Yeah. More cartoons. (laughs) More cartoons, the better. Very excited. I haven't, I didn't beat the game yet because I I, I don't remember at the time when Cuphead came out. There was something, there was a lot of other games that came out. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Well, now it's on the Switch. I think I'm going to get it for the Switch. I know. Because I'm going to take it with me. I'm going to take that that gosh darn game with me. I'm going to beat it. There's so many games. There's so many games. There's so many games on the Switch, too. I, um,. There was a time when I was a kid. <laughs> <where I laughs> Take was like, me back. <laughs> I'm, I
0: was so bored of, you know, of, of being all the games. I'm like I need more games. Now I'm an adult having responsibilities. Just knee deep in games. And I'm like, I don't have time to play these games. That's what, yeah. I think
1: I said. I think I said. What games are you looking for? Games are you looking forward to playing this July? And I think someone responded. I already have too many that I still haven't played yet. I was like, uh, same. But that don't stop this train. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: this all started right when I moved to um, to California in what, 2015. Now, like after that summer. 2015 summer uh, summer of 2015 I was like just rushed with games after games I'm like yeah. I can't keep up anymore well I don't know especially what's
1: going on. last year was undoubtedly probably yeah. one of the biggest video games years we've had in the past ten years mm. and then of course you have the Nintendo Switch which has just revolutionized console gaming entirely and that right. you can literally take a console with you yeah. wherever you guys don't go start and go so it's it's crazy and then you have all these companies who are trying to rush out or who are trying to push out games. And say, play this game now, play oh, play this game now, and yeah. everything,
0: yeah all right well well listen. that's
1: that's cut kind of <laughs> and then the other big news, which Sorry, happened I today,
0: random, I that was sort of a rant kind oh. of like uh, I don't know, no. I had to go like just say that, I'm like God, I wish I could have more time to play games
1: I think we all do, and I'm yeah. sure the people listening would agree <laughs> as well. I think, especially when you're an adult, too many yeah. games, not enough time.
0: I wonder when we all you know retire quote unquote, <laughs> get to that point where we retire, will we have? Will we get that time back to play
1: games. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Skyrim grandma. Yeah. And that's that's my I've set, I watch her videos and I'm like, this is my future and it looks glorious. Uh, uh she's on YouTube, right? Yeah, she okay. had a documentary just made after her. She got to she actually got to meet Todd Howard recently. She, I think she's in the game, right? She's she is in the Elder Scrolls or, Six. Right. I'm so excited to see her in game.
0: Okay, well, yeah, as we move on.: But speaking,
1: <laughs> speaking of video games uh, mm-hmm. and getting bigger and better, mm-hmm. uh, we're pulling this directly from Matt's Twitter. I feel bad talking about him. Uh, <laughs> he tweeted this He out. tweeted okay. he retweeted <laughs> this. Uh, I feel bad talking about this because he is our, our Nintendo champion, and right. he is not here. Yeah. <laughs> but we do this out of love, and mm-hmm. we do this in your honor, Matt. Yeah. Uh, the leaked images of the new Nintendo theme park coming to Universal, uh, Universal Studios, Japan. Boy, howdy! Does this thing look insane?
0: Nah, I've only seen like maybe one picture. Okay, so I'm gonna
1: to... slide this over here, so you're gonna be looking at this with me. So I'm gonna first. I'm gonna show you because this is like a lot. First, I'm gonna show you the Mario. The, so this is kind of the Mario-themed land. Okay. See this big castle back here? It's Bowser. It says Mario Kart.
0: Wait. It looks like there's going
1: to be a Mario Kart ride.
0: Wait. That is pretty – now, what road, what track do you envision? Is it just – do you think – I'm guess? I think
1: it's Bowser's Castle. Okay. Just from the design – this from that design. It uh, looks like there's the Toadstool Cafe. It mainly looks like a big, fun place to walk around. Oh, here's Yoshi's Adventure. It looks okay. like you get to ride a Yoshi. Okay. I mean, the biggest thing to me is just the design of this park. I yeah. think really um, – not that this, not this. This park was in development long before Galaxy's Edge, but I think we're in a very big time right now, where theme parks are really understanding the value of immersion. Right, immersion is the biggest thing. Right. And so these pictures, if you go to Matt Osipov's Twitter, <laughs> you will find them. <laughs> uh, uh. If we once we get our hit points, a Twitter, yeah. we will, this we will retweet this we, we so you we can need find to get on it.
0: That. Yeah.
1: But so that's like the Mario Land, and it's so now, colorful. You've got piranha plants. You've got everything.
0: Now, I'm curious about that Mario Kart ride. Yeah. Do you think it will be a physical ride, or is it going to be a VR experience?
1: Ooh, that's a good question, because is this Universal we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks like it's a pretty closed-off area where, like, the Yoshis, we're actually seeing the Yoshis here. Mm-hmm. This actually looks pretty closed off. I would not be surprised if yeah, if it was kind of like the Transformers ride. Right. It's a video ride. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so because also that's the Sailor Moon ride right there, too. It's the Sailor Moon. And then I think I've been to Universal Orlando a lot. And that's the Spider-Man ride yep. there. Yeah. So this we got here. Um, we got Donkey Kong. No. And you see, you see, like, look at this. This looks that, like Kong difficult. Falls, <laughs> and there's mine carts.
0: Oh my god. So it looks like
1: it's it's a mine ride. <laughs> and this thing looks huge because if you see right here, let's see right here. It Says Mine Cart Madness. There's the gate, and there's a track right here, and there's track that extends all the way over here. And to this temple, so this looks like a really fun land. Oh, there's right. some people for scale. So it looks like I think at first when this when this, when this whole entire land was first announced, mm-hmm. I think personally I thought it was going to be like, oh, it's like a little segment, kind of like, oh, it's a small area like Harry Potter World, right? Looks it looks massive. like it looks like it's going to be huge areas. Yeah. I'm curious to see if these are the only two areas. I'm thinking like Nintendo, I could definitely see maybe a Metroid or a Star Fox. Like, a. they need their own Tomorrowland. I can definitely, like, Nintendo Land could be its own darn theme park yeah. with all the different lands they could have. Yeah. Because I could definitely see some Metroid or Star Fox. Right.
0: There's no Zelda in that, by the way?
1: Exactly. That's what oh, I'm thinking, okay. too. There's no Zelda. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of Zelda thing. Yeah. Um, and then maybe even maybe even Pokemon, but I feel like that's also that's Game separate, Freak. It's it? a little yeah. separate.
0: Yeah. I could. They could do a deal, but I don't think... They need to. No, I
1: think there's already like a separate Pokemon park possibly in China. Okay, well then. Possibly, they, they it also go. might be an unlicensed one. Yeah. Uh But. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um. But yeah, and so. This looks, this looks insane. Really cool. I'm really excited to see more about this. Once again, these are also leaked images, so who knows if these were prototypes that things have been removed from or right. added to yeah. or maybe this was two different versions of the same land right. or how big these are going to be. So I think these are just kind of these are these are leaked. Let me see if I can find the exact Yeah, so leaked images of a model of Super Nintendo World. Uh looks like to looks to be um do 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 do, do. Uh, looks to be the exact canceled Kid Zone plans, which means it should be the same as Japan uh, minus Donkey Kong. Okay, so the United States—we're getting one at Universal Studios oh, Orlando. We are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It looks like we're just getting the Mario one, um, but I don't think we're getting the Donkey Kong. Oh. I don't wow. think I don't think there's enough space because kids—it's replacing Kid Zone. In, in Universal in Florida? There's not a lot of space. Those parks down there. Well, they're, they're trying to keep them all in the same place. Oh. Okay. They only have a certain amount of grounds.
0: Florida's pretty... Okay. It is,
1: but the Universal lot itself has oh. basically met its borders. Wow, okay. So they're taking Kids Zone, which mm. I think was like the cat in the hat area. Correct me if I'm wrong. And so that's going to be the Mario world. Okay. But Japan is getting Mario okay. and Donkey Kong, which I'm hoping that Japan will also get some kind of Zelda, some kind of... Uh, well, maybe
0: we'll get it instead it's that... Donkey Star Kong Fox. Look. So the Donkey Kong is going to be exclusive to Japan.
1: It's going to be like another part of the park for Japan. Right.
0: So what if we get... And exclusive, as in Florida, they get exclusive like Zelda. That'd be pretty cool. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, no, I think it just means we're just gonna get Mario. That's all we're gonna get. We only have well, the room I
0: mean, for that. Well, okay. Well, uh, uh, I just wish
1: we'll but, with it. The, but that just means we have to go to Japan. <laughs> yeah. And we get to go yeah. to Universal Studios Japan, that's, which that's is true. pretty great. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Japan's awesome. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully
1: they do some. Hopefully, Japan adds like Metroid, because it seems like they have maybe the space for it. Yeah. Possibly.
0: How would you? What would you envision as a Metroid ride?
1: Ooh, well, probably would have to be definitely if we're gonna go. I would say Star Fox. oh it's tricky. I would say Star Fox coaster. Okay. I would say Metroid, uh, vi- like the the DR. the the video ride. Yeah. Okay. Because if Universal really likes their video rides, we got it in Minions Mayhem. Yeah. And the Harry Potter. I could actually feel if you took that Harry Potter ride, and you made it into Star Fox. Where you're just flying around screens, but that ride also makes me super sick, and so um,
0: it, well, I would I, both want it and not want it. <laughs> not you're talking about the ride that has a spider in it. The Forbidden Journey. Yeah, yeah. that when I first went on the ride, I wasn't expecting the spider. So when it gets to the part where oh, and it sprays spoilers, stuff in your face. Yeah, and you see the spider just come to your face. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I gotta I had to pace myself, but I didn't pace myself properly. So yeah, uh, but yeah, I can see. The either the Mario Kart or the Star Fox going either way either being VR or physical um, especially because uh, the Cars ride in Disney is I don't know if you've ever been, been yes a, I love that Cars yeah, and ride it's really it's really cool how everything is basically physical mm-hmm. and uh, it's built correct uh, built right and all that I, I can see that done with the uh, the Nintendo so yeah
1: if you had to create a ride in Nintendo World what would it be I'm, I'm going to say you get any property
0: oh oh man Uh,
1: (laughs) I think Bursley mine wouldn't be a ride it would be a land which land Animal Crossing give me the Animal Crossing town
0: yeah yeah I think that I could see that happening
1: that would be great just like a walk around and it's a bunch of shops and you make a bunch of money there
0: Mm, yeah yeah but Uh, yeah if
1: you had to design a ride
0: god I'm trying to think uh what IP F-Zero there's that there's Mm -hmm. another ride for that um Luigi's Mansion.
1: Ooh, <laughs> this' like a haunted house. Oh, that'd be so darn good. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Matt would have said something like that too or he would have just went on tangent for like 15 minutes. But
1: Yeah, but. <laughs> I guess the question is too, can you make Zelda ride? Um... I feel like it'd be much more like if like Zelda because it is much more of a story based kind of adventure yeah. quest game. I, I envision picturing a ride for that game being like Snow White's Scary Adventure yeah. or the Pinocchio ride where yeah. you just get to experience the story with Link and Zelda. Yeah,
0: you could be like the uh, Navi. You'll be in <gasps> that'd the That'd be so much fun. Oh, that'd be so looking. cool.
1: And you'd get to go through. I would do, I think if I had to pick a Zelda game to do that, I'd mm-hmm. do Ocarina. Yeah. You'd get to go through the different lands, and you get to go into the Temple of Time, and yeah. then you get to become Older Link, yeah. and you get to meet Sheik, and then oh, here's Ganon, and it'd be so, and they're all animatronics. Oh, They're yeah. gonna come yeah. right out, yeah. you. Whoop!
0: Yeah, yeah, we should, we should,
1: really we should really that. design <laughs> theme parks. <laughs> this is hey guys, so Hit Points is ending. Don't tell Matt. We're turning this into a theme park design yeah. podcast. Yeah, sorry, Matt. <laughs> but no, I think that's the funnest thing when you think about theme parks because. Uh, I'm sure when it gets down to nuts and bolts, uh-huh. Uh-huh, um, you have to be a little bit more realistic with what the space is, yeah. what you want to create the ride, how how this ride can be invented. But I mean, I just think just from what us talking here, this sounds these both these rides sound real darn good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm more excited now because I, I do want to go to Japan at some point in the next year. Well, it's not going to be done anytime soon, I don't think. They didn't put a release date.
1: I don't think, there's a re- I think there is a release date for Orlando. Mm-hmm. Let me double check real quick, but keep on talking as I do, Dan.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, regardless, it won't be out, I'm imagining, for a couple of years. So maybe our second trip to Japan will be... Good already, because I know Japan uh, Universal has uh, an exclusive ride for Dragon Ball Super, I believe. Is it the video
1: ride too? Yeah, it's a. Dang, they do that for yeah, they do that for Sailor Moon as well. Oh really? (laughs) I don't even know that. I want to do it. and they have got a whole shop and everything.
0: Yeah, so uh, there's a couple of rides that I would love to ride in Universal Japan, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with just waiting and seeing what happens with that, and then eventually it'll get it'll come to Florida. And then I have to go to Florida. You know, Florida is hot, especially during the summer. It's it's terrible during the summer.
1: So um, they had the ground. It was the first. So those both of these expansions were first announced in two thousand and fifteen. Yeah. They had the ground brea- breaking at Universal Studio Japan in two
0: thousand and seventeen. Okay. Um. Wait. So they they started preemptively developing in 2017 so they started groundbreaking so that that was in japan that wasn't in the u.s so
1: they just started paving the way okay so if they started that in 2017 i could say we're probably we're looking at either it is 2019 i'd say 2020 possibly okay
0: okay i'm fine with
1: that yeah i'm just checking out this article it does not seem to be uh yes does not seem to be well i mean
0: regardless it'll, it'll be out in the next maybe five years, I'd imagine. Yeah. So okay. Is that it for the news? I'm not Well, there's
1: apparently a video that is a dated two thousand sixteen, but it's the no Mario way. Kart ride.
0: Wait, no, I gotta see it now. I know. I was <laughs> like I was like we're <laughs> just about to wrap up this segment wait, and I, I just found this. Wait. This is
1: the unofficial Universal Orlando Pod podcast. And this is apparently like So
0: okay. I'm guessing you can build your card right beforehand. They give you options that you can select from. And they'll similar to the Cars ride in a way in, at Disney. Yeah. So, mean, so go So what ahead.
1: Polygon says is uh, the most persistent rumor has to be the Mario Kart attraction due to Universal's International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions 2018 convention demo, a ride that looks and acts like a dark ride but uses coaster technology.
0: Ah, huh. okay.
1: So this is kind of like you're, we're watching this. This is kind of what it's doing. Um so here it is. It's like going on a track. Right. And it's, it's gonna shoot off. Yeah, it's
0: Woo. already remind me of the cars ride, which is great.
1: I know you were just talking yeah, about that, so that's what great. cracks me up. <laughs>
0: this this is great. Um
1: so it's, like it's a four seater. Um which reminds me of double. I wonder if you
0: could like shoot so do they give you options to like throw items at whoever's next to you that you're racing against I'm, I'm assuming you'll be racing against other people.
1: Oh look at the wait, oh it looks like, all right, okay, you're going to go on one yeah, path. Yeah, this is like the cars the ride. Other path. This is like the cars ride. This is great. So apparently, that was shown at the Universal International Association of Amusement Park Rides and Attractions in 2018. It had no kind of, it had no, like, this is for Nintendo World. Right. But if you look at the arrows on the track and yeah. if you look at just kind of the design concept, it definitely is centered around Mario Kart. Okay. So who knows if that is really happening. Um,. Also, apparently, these photos that were leaked are dated from 2016. Okay. So there may be things that have changed throughout the process. Right. But um, they yeah they haven't publicly announced the timeline uh, for these these expansions and these announcements and these these worlds. But I cannot wait.
0: Yeah, I'm. I cannot believe how
1: (laughs) on point you were about the cars ride. That's so spooky. I I think that's
0: perfect. We Uh, I think
1: that's further confirmation (laughs) that we need to start our amusement park (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, that is true. All right. Uh, What is? I think that's it for news. That's it for news. Yeah,
1: it's kind of an interesting news week. There was, of course, a big uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield announcement where we got to look at new trainers, got some new Pokemon. Right. Uh, But we all feel like we talked about a lot about Pokemon Sword and Shield last week. Yeah. So that's why we wanted to focus on these things this week. So let's get into our main topic. Okay. So going back, because I, so going back to the games I've been playing this week, I have been. Finally getting into Metro Exodus. This was actually one of my most anticipated games mm-hmm. after E3 2018. Okay. I loved it. I got to do the demo. It was amazing. And this game came out in earlier this year. Okay. Yes. I just didn't play it. <laughs> um, I'm with you on that. Because I, I just didn't have time. And also, I was finishing Red Dead. I was knee-deep in Red Dead Redemption 2 <laughs> and, and wrapping that bad boy up. And so, I finally was like, okay, great, I'm going to play Metro Exodus. Mm. And it was, I, as soon as I put that disc in, as soon as I went through the opening sequence, I was like, gosh darn it, why did I wait so long to play this game? This I was so excited about this game. I think it's because uh, I do like horror games. Yeah. It's hard for me to play horror games, though. And so there are horror elements in this game. Because, right. of course, it's post-apocalyptic, and there's a bunch of scary creatures, and you have to listen for them. Um, now,
0: are you into just post-apocalyptic? post-apocalyptic right Uh, those type of horror games or just any horror game
1: I mean, I have for Mountain Dew. They forced me in Mountain on the Mountain Dew when I was a host on the Mountain Dew uh, Twitch channel, uh, which was a thing. Yeah, um, I remember seeing <laughs> Mountain Dew's Game Fuel. <laughs> yeah. We had a we had a segment called live screaming on Twitch, okay. where we had to play horror games. Right, and they turned off all lights in the studio. They only put they didn't let anyone talk to us in our comms, and they put a light right at the bottom of the TV, so we had to lean into the TV, and our faces were lit underneath. It was awful. I hated it because I play horror games. If I have to play a horror game, if I want to, I'll play it with all the lights on and with music in the background so I don't get scared, <laughs> or usually with another person. But because um, there's some really, there's some horror games with really, really great stories mm-hmm. um, that I like to explore, but it's just the jump scares that, boy, how did it get me? Right. And so we started playing, we never got to finish it, Resident Evil 7. And I loved it so much. I was like, I want to keep playing this game, mm-hmm. but I'm also spoofed by it. Uh, so. I love post-apocalyptic games. I'm a huge, huge fan of of like Bioshock, dystopian post-apocalyptic games. I love Fallout with a gosh darn passion. Right. And so there are horror elements to that game, but I was always able to, it always balanced them pretty well. It wasn't ever super scary. Yeah. Uh, and for my own part. And so playing Metro Exodus, it's not as like, it's not as jovial and kind of, oh, it's 1950s. Yeah. And it's post-apocalyptic <laughs> like Fallout is. Uh, that kind of, oh, I'm going to turn on the radio for the fun music. Right. Jing- yeah. I've got Spurs. <laughs> that jingle, <laughs> jingle, jingle. That's the song from New Vegas. Yeah. Um, I miss New Vegas. I need I to love, play again. I know. I know so, that's how I'm always like. That's why. Uh, dear dear obsidian and bethesda just give me a fallen new vegas switch. port on the switch God. that's all i want
0: i think they just i think they're i really think they're doing it It's just not even saying anything yet
1: it's just gonna be like one day we're gonna wake up and it's like it's available yeah <laughs> and I, we're like santa santa bethesda santa obsidian I, you've you've graced us <laughs> i
0: see that happening for sure
1: but yeah metro exodus is is a brilliant game i i'm sad i have not played the other two mm-hmm. But a big thing that stood out to me about this game uh, is that on the loading screens and almost at the beginning, as the game starts, yeah. it says, uh, based on the book, Metro 2033. Okay. And that got me thinking that there are a number of games that are either based off of books or inspired by books mm-hmm. that exist, which I think is really, really interesting because... Um, for me, video games are interactive or interactive storytelling. You mm. get to put yourself in those. you do not like when a book, you're reading it. You're like, okay, you're usually reading from the perspective of a character. Yeah. In video games, you actually get to run around and be that character or be in that world or be in that time or experience that story. And for me, that's why I love games. And so I was really, I went on this huge deep dive of like, okay, yeah, what other games are inspired by books? Mm-hmm. And uh, I will ask questions later okay. about but yeah uh <laughs> talk to me about the games and books um
0: i i i don't think from when i think of this topic top of my head there's a i have the book right here actually um uh, this book didn't come off the game it kind of was like reverse so i think they put this book um, what i'm talking about is bioshock rapture <laughs> um i think they put this book out after the game came out came out i could be wrong about that because i think I, you're right no yeah, yeah. um and this book, because I love the world of Bioshock, and I, I need more after that playing mm-hmm. the first one. And so I got the book, and it goes more into detail about how Rapture came to be before, you know, the events of the game happened, uh, went, came, came about, whatever. But uh, I love the detail they talked about with Ryan, and uh, uh, I think they also talked about, uh, how was the name? Fontaine. Fontaine, yeah. and... Uh, I forgot the other person's name, but they go into. Atlas. Yes. It was three of them. Atlas, Fontaine, and Ryan. Because um,
1: I really need to read this book. It's really good. Because I'm curious to see if, because if you play Burial at Seat, which mm-hmm. is the DLC from. In- or, oh. oh my gosh.
0: I have, I have. I, so I got, I told you this last week, I got the collection for mm-hmm. Tanea and uh, I think the DLC is on there.
1: It is. I have the collection. It is.
0: I don't have. I don't know how to access it
1: though. I think you have to click on. You have to go to the bio because it's Bioshock Infinite. So it's the Bioshock oh, Infinite DLC. So okay. you got to go from the Bioshock Infinite page. You got to go with the DLC. I personally, like, waited to play the DLC uh-huh. because I knew. I'm like. I'm like. Oh, this is gonna wrap everything up. Right. And it does. And it's beautiful. And I wept. And it was so good. <laughs> but I'm curious to see because they do a whole bunch of. Of building on Rapture, yeah, and so yeah. I'm curious. I want to read this book now to see if they pulled anything from that into the DLC, or if the DLC just be kind of became its own thing. Right. Because they do do one thing. They make Atlas. Uh, he give him black hair in yes. the DLC,
0: where oh, he had kind
1: of had blonde hair. He has like a little bit of a blonde do. Was
0: there? A re- I don't want to know. I just want to play. He's it. He's just blonde in the original. Oh, game. they just changed it. They just no changed reason. his okay. hair color. Okay. And it was just interesting. I okay. was like,
1: huh. Okay cuz my friend cosplayed Atlas from the we did we did we did we did Ryan. <laughs> no, we did Jack and we did Jack and Atlas and I she know. actually built the radios and we put walkie talkies inside of them so they were actually usable
0: Oh, were you guys talking with the radios? Yeah, we okay. built the radios <laughs> and we, we
1: carried them around. And I had I have I have my whole Jack Cosplay at in Houston, but I have the wrench. I got my sweater. I did that in the summertime in Texas. It was a bad idea, but I did like I did the effects makeup. I did um That's awesome. electric bolt on my hand. It was so much fun. And yeah, we actually ended up that day organizing the bioshock photo shoot because uh, the, we were the hotel we were at was in this library had a library we ran into all these other people for some reason there was a guy cosplaying as andrew ryan and he had the golf oh club my God. and i took a picture with <laughs> him and it was like my dad and so <laughs> uh, spoilers for bioshock you, have, you should have played it by now um but yeah enough about bioshock i could talk about it all day well but i
0: did want to ask you a question about bioshock mm-hmm. but i don't know how long it would Go, it's a totally different topic, but mm-hmm. just thinking, I'll actually later on. Yeah, we're definitely going to do a Bioshock episode. Yeah. I think we yeah. talked about this last week. Yeah. I
1: wanted to go into Bioshock. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite game of all time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting because same with Assassin's Creed. There's a number of books that came out after the game's releases mm. that expand upon the world. But there are also a number of games that are based off of books in the first place, mm-hmm. like the whole Witcher series. Yeah. Um, the whole Witcher series is based off of books, a mm-hmm. book series. Uh, Cyberpunk is actually based off of an RPG. An RPG book, cyberpunk. uh,
0: Wait, is a book
1: first? It was an RPG. It was a tabletop RPG first. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. I thought it was like just a totally new thing that uh, CD Projekt. Oh, wow. You actually get the. You can
1: actually get the tabletop RPG. I Believe it's called cyberpunk. uh, I think it's 2099 or no 20. It's not 2077. It's like something in the early 2000s. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's going to be characters from that RPG that are actually going to be in the game. But it's a time jump.
0: It's. Keanu
1: Reeves character in the, in the RPG. He is in the RPG. I th- okay, now he that is. makes He's sense. He's a big character in the RPG, yeah. and so um, yeah, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow of Six. Course, that is yeah. based off of the Tom Clancy Rainbow course. Six. Yeah. And actually, Bioshock. Of course, if you played the game, you know that it is based off of Atlas Shrugged, right. and it takes a lot of uh, information from there. Um, There's also
0: the Mass Effect books that goes into more detail what happened before the events of Mass Effect 1, uh, talking about uh, Anderson when he was young, uh, Captain Anderson, uh, mm-hmm. the first one. That was a really good book. And it talks about Captain Anderson as well as uh, Saren before, you know, he went evil, but he was evil. Whatever. But uh, yeah, that's also that book. Uh, go on.
1: No, yeah, and then, of course, you got Call of Cthulhu, which is based off of H.P. Lovecraft. So it's not, to me, it's so interesting because I, I love both video games that are based off of books. Mm-hmm. And I also love video games that have books that come out after them where it's literally probably the writer saying we have too much we want to say about this world please let us (laughs) say something please let us write more about this we need to expand this world i want to expand this thing that i've created and if you're a fan of the lore like bioshock or like mass effect you or even assassin's creed you have access to these books that not only like you can not only do you get to play the game but you also get to experience through the books and of course i mean I love playing video games because you actually to get to experience them rather than just reading the stories. These are the extra stories about Ezio. Right. Um,
0: I didn't even know Assassin's Creed had books.
1: Oh, there's though. so many. <laughs> I didn't
0: know that. And they, I'm assuming they're really good.
1: They're pretty good, yeah. Okay. okay I, I have three of them. them. Um, I think I have, yeah, I have, like, brother the one that comes that's based off of Brotherhood. I have the one that's based off of two. And I have the one that's based off of three. Okay. Okay. But, yeah, so I guess um, my question would be. Okay is there a book or a series that if someone said, okay, you get to make a video game based off of any book series, what would it be? Or any book? And I'm going to say too, we're exempting too. And of course there's like, people probably like, well, what about the Lord of the Rings video game? It's like, well, there's video games that are then based off of movies that are then based off of books. Like the whole Dante's Inferno, Dante's Inferno is this classic book. And then they made it into a buckwild animated movie. And then they turned that animated movie into a God of War like game. (laughs) So that is kind of like that. But you also have, like, The Binding of Isaac that right. is heavily inspired by biblical references. So you have this game that is very heavily inspired by the Bible. So, yeah, I'll say that you can either have a book that inspires a game or that is a direct, like, kind of like Metro Exodus. This is based off of this series.
0: So you brought up Red Dead Redemption 2 mm-hmm. recently. And I was just thinking, since we haven't yet, I don't know if we're going to get in DLC for story the future for it but one of the most interesting characters of that game uh, i'm forgetting her name but she was such a badass do you know her who i'm talking about yes uh
1: (laughs) yes let me look up (laughs) i feel so bad because um fun story my friend from my theater company is actually good friends with her Uh, and he actually recorded he had her record something for me and because i told i told him to tell her that i loved her accent work was really really good uh, and she sent me a little voicemail. It was like, "Hey, Emily," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like, "Oh, this is real. This is real cool." Um, Sadie. Yes, Sadie. Sadie. I would
0: love to have a book just talking about her life after what what she's been doing since the events of. Yeah, because yeah, cause they don't really talk about. I mean, they kind of lean like they do scratch surface or whatever of what she's been doing since she left the gang. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. But uh, yeah, I'm really interested in seeing what she does because she leaves after a while. You you beat it, Uh, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh (laughs) yes. Uh, She leaves uh, to go to another uh, country. I think. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what how her adventures are and whatnot.
1: Yeah, she's not in the country during the events of the first Red Dead Redemption because we know how that ends. Yeah,
0: exactly. So uh, that would be a really interesting book to read. There's more. I just have to think more. So you go. Okay.
1: So if I had to take any book and make it into a video game, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: mine would be a VR experience of 1984, George Orwell's 1984.
0: Wait, what is that? Have you
1: ever ever read 1984? No. So this is, so back in high school, every summer we had to read a dystopian novel. Okay nineteen eighty four is a postmodern post 1950s dystopian novel that is all about this world where big if you've ever heard the phrase big brother is watching right yeah that's from that that's from that book okay okay. so it's basically about a technological future where surveillance and just an autonomy is key Mm -hmm. there's like a there's the three phrases and it's basically it's about this man's journey and how he kind of he meets this woman and she starts to kind of show him like there's there used to be a world before this and it's about him trying to break through the system but spoiler alert, uh, the system ultimately uh, breaks him. Let me pull it up because it's war. It's the big, the big, one of the big quotes from this book is because there's a whole book people live by. Mm. Uh, war is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Mm-hmm. So that is essentially 1984. So I think, because that's one of my favorite. I love dystopian games because I also have, uh, growing up, I had a huge affinity for dystopian novels like Fahrenheit 451. Right. Uh, and... uh Kurt Vonnegut does a bunch of dystopian stuff. A, little, a few, like, little short stories here and there. And, of course, there's also Brave New World. Yeah. So, what I would do is I would create a VR experience where you get to experience, like, the book. That's so, you get dope. to look around the room. It would be, because it would be much more, because to, to, you have to, for me, if you're looking at a book and saying, how can I create this into a video game? How do I take this novel mm-hmm. and adapt it into an experience? I don't think you're running around and shooting in 1984. No, it's fine. And I don't think you're collecting things. Right. I think it's um, there was a there was a VR game that came out earlier, or like a, just an immersive interactive game. I think called Florence, uh, that reminds me. No, that's a that's a mobile app. But there was or uh, Virginia or something. There was a there was a game on the. PlayStation Store that I got a while ago, where it was literally like you were experiencing kind of this crime scene, but it was just you by like going it's through on the other rails basically. Yeah, okay. I was, where you went through the other door, you were suddenly in the next chapter of the story. So right. that's kind of how this that's would be. You, really would, interesting. you would you would be around, and the book would happen around you, and then you you'd go out like the door because I think you start in his apartment. You would go out the door to his apartment, and then you find yourself in the factory where he works, and then you would just experience each place. You could pick things up, and so that's what I would love to do. That's Who knows? Maybe I'll even start messing around in Unreal and like th- playing with. It.
0: Has anyone done that yet? I, I, I'm curious now, because that, that blows my mind. Like that's so interesting. Like you always think, like say you're reading Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. and you always visualize what's going on. It'll be pretty cool to actually see it in the VR space while listening to the the, the book read by a narrator, or whatever, and possibly interact with what's going on in, in the room or environment that you're in. That's really.
1: Oh, this wouldn't even be like. The book playing it just would be like you were in the world of 1984 oh, you okay. get to then you get to experience the story through the main character okay that's, so you get to experience cool. yeah. it yeah yeah there so there is a game called orwell but um i think that's just like a surveillance game i think that's what that one is i don't think it's directly like this is 1984 mm-hmm. but um yeah, it seems like it to be. It's like text based and communication based, uh, but yeah, that's what I would create if I had to take. If you had to take any, because I love 1984. It's one of my yeah. favorite books. I mean, and you, another one of my favorite books is All Quiet on the Western Front, mm-hmm. which is about World War One. Which would be play. I would play that very similarly to like a battlefield style yeah. game. That's where that would go. But yeah, for some kind of like for the postmodern dystopia to like, because the whole point of those books was to shock you and be like, this is our future if we don't change, or this is the potential for this horrific future if these things kind of come into play. Very Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. And so that would be how I would take my favorite book and make it into a video game. Okay.
0: Would you do, would you, can you see Fallout doing that? Like a book? but. Well, it's already been done because the games are out. Games have been out for mm-hmm. Fallout. So would you do a Fallout book?
1: Ooh, like a sequel?
0: Yeah. Like, like a that. follow-up book? Yeah. Ooh.
1: I think I would – if I wanted to make a Fallout book, oh, it definitely be about <laughs> New Vegas. It would yeah. hands down be about – it would be about, I think, kind of similar to The Rise of Rapture, the Bioshock book you're reading, mm-hmm. uh, that I would love to have a book that was The Rise of New Vegas. Because we know a little bit. Mm-hmm. We know a little bit from the context of the game. Yeah. But how did the kings like, I want to see the early beginning of the kings, the whole Elvis right. gang that, were, that is, walks around as Elvis impersonators. And these all the Gamora, the Casino Gamora, the Vault, the Vault Hotel. Mm. And I want to know, yeah, when the NCR comes in and, and the stuff there. I want to see, yeah, I want to learn about the Kind of because, yeah, it almost has a very Bioshocky feel to it with Mr. House uh, and Andrew Ryan, yeah. kind of these similar mustachioed uh, men of Enterprise. Of course. Uh, but, yeah, that's what, that would be if I had to pick – if I wanted to get more information about a game like in a book form, if I wanted to continue a game in a book form, I think I would definitely do New Vegas.
0: Yeah, New Vegas is not, like you said, been explored much after – it's just that one game and then that's it. that hasn't mm-hmm. been anything touched. I don't think that has been mentioned in 4, has it, or no? Like, any of the events in uh, Vegas. Well, so I ha- I, well,
1: I think it's hard because three, obvious. I think cause it's it's East Coast versus West Coast. Right. And so it's easier to mention the events of of three, right. being in D.C. and being in Boston. Um, but I think they make reference because, I mean, they have... Um, they bring in... There's actually... Is there a character? Is there a character? No, there's a the little lamplight character. I'm trying to think. There might be a character from New Vegas that actually appears in... Four. Four. I right. know that there's a number of characters from three that appear in four. Like McCready is actually the the kid from Little Lamplight. You remember the colony yep. of kids? He's the head kid. Oh, uh, okay. That's who McCready is right. in uh, Yeah. which is so funny. <laughs> yeah. He's that okay. he's that kid.
0: <laughs> I was about to say a big curse word right now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that kinda
1: but do you guys, do you have a favorite book growing up that you would like, if you, if someone approached you and said, "Can okay, make this into a video game, how would you do it? Like, I don't know if you could do commit to kill a mockingbird into a no. video game. I think that'd have to be kind of a similar experience, but even though it'd be very, we're 1984, it's very dystopian and interactive. I feel like there's certain, I think there's certain books that you can, that can become games like, or that can bring into games and whatnot.
0: Maybe Dune. Uh, oh
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Dune is an interesting one. I mean, how many remix of movies is the, what is the third one that's coming out soon? Yep, or? they're yeah.
1: in. It's in development. I think they just confirmed. Uh, I, I know they uh,
0: confirmed some of the movie actors. Uh, Batista's Batista is going to be in. Batista, yeah, and, that's who uh, they just announced. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how where where they will take that, but Dune would be interesting. How, just to play it in general, being in that world. Uh, I
1: think you could do a kind of an open world thing with that, especially if you wanted to expand on it. I could definitely see like an open world kind of uh, exploration of that, or even uh, like a story, even kind of like Metro Exodus, where it is first person shooter yeah. story, where it's like, okay, I'm going to go through the events of the book right. as this character. Um. Yeah, that, or um, I just thought of one. I just thought of one. What? No! <laughs> you said Dune. Oh, John Carter Mars. John Carter of oh. would be pretty cool too.
0: It's funny because Hector and I were talking about that recently. Not not the game, but just you know, version of the movie. I haven't. I actually haven't seen John Carter. The, the Disney one. Yeah, I haven't seen it, and he he made that same face. <laughs> he was like, "What? So, it's a pretty good movie." Yeah. Um. I. I Hector said he was gonna play it at his house at some point, so I'll probably go over there. And I know Bird is interested as well so maybe we'll whatever i'll see it at some point in the future but, but
1: yeah i think after you see that movie too you'll be like oh yeah this could definitely be a game yeah. and it's pretty pretty cool
0: yeah um th- this is what's going to happen as soon as this podcast is over i want to think of or have four or five options already <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> and i'm like god i should have said that in a podcast but i, I can't
1: let's spitfire some books uh-huh. and be like can we make it into a game uh, little house on the prairie <laughs> That's essentially the Oregon Trail. It already exists. <laughs> um,
0: what's that movie with uh, Tom Hanks? Uh, his, one of his first early, not first, but early films, *Box of Chocolate*. Uh, oh, Force Gump*. *Forrest Gump*. Uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> Can, <I> be- <laughs> Can we make Force Gump* into we- a game? <laughs> I don't know how that would be a game, but uh, we'll try. Uh, what about you?
1: I just thought. Of, I just thought. Of, I just thought of something again. And as soon as I said, *Little House on the Prairie* that's essentially the Oregon Trail there was another thing that came into my mind and I'm blanking on it um, <laughs> other books now I'm blanking on books that I read in school um, like I said all car on the Western front probably like a <laughs> battlefield game um, A Coral- I loved Coraline I love Neil Gaiman books mm-hmm. but it's uh, Coraline I think could be a pretty pretty cool Wait, video Cor- game Coraline? Coraline was originally a book the movie? Yeah, it was originally a book by Neil Gaiman that then Leica adapted into a film. I, that. Animation film. I
0: love the movie. I the book's it, really I know, good. <laughs> I didn't know it was a book. Okay. uh Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Oh Can
1: we make it into a movie? <laughs> Can we make it into a game? How? <laughs> How? <laughs> oh, that's what I was gonna remember. So there's a whole series. These are actually some of my favorite games of all time. There's a whole series of Nancy Drew video games well, that are yeah. based off of the books, right. which it feel it goes some of them are based off of the book some of them are also just inspired nancy drew adventures mm-hmm. so it's not like okay well i know how the book ends right this is how the video game ends so those have always been fun but those are very much like point and click adventures well i i
0: personally love mystery and solving crimes
1: you know it'd be cool to do like an agatha christie yeah. video games yeah. um I'm, I'm, there might be some i'm sure there's got to be some kind of murder on the Orient express or somewhere some
0: clicking games that you know they've had in the past but yeah um I don't know. I, I I know for a fact I'm going to think of like ten of them, and I'm like I should have said them, and I'm. The probably,
1: Outsiders could be a pretty cool game.
0: Outsiders. Oh.
1: The Outsiders is about that young. It's kind of the coming of age novel yeah. about punk boys, stay old pony boy. How? I'm trying to visualize <laughs> this as a game. Uh, maybe.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
1: maybe. I know. I'm trying to think of, of of big books, maybe some some bigger books. I actually do think you could do something with Dante's Inferno. Dante's Inferno is a big old book that you get to experience like the levels of hell. Would, and, it, would, it, would it just be a. It's not going to be God of War style. That's yeah, not what it's going to be. I don't
0: war. think it's going to be that. <laughs> I
1: think it's going to be much more like exploration and kind of sensory and possibly uh, maybe puzzle based. Because uh-huh. that whole thing was like. The, gosh, the whole adaptation of that whole story is Dante has to go save Beatrice from hell. When the original book is like, hello, Dante, do you just want to go on a road trip <laughs> through hell? It's essentially a road trip. Right. Uh, and he's just like, okay, do to do to do and then just shows them all hell. And they're like, well, let's go do purgatory now and let's go to heaven. Because uh, there's two other books. Um, and so... I think it could be an interesting, like, it's not going to be a fighter. I'm going to fight all these demons. Right. I think it could be, though, puzzle-based, maybe, and, like, collecting items-based, and exploratory-based, where you have to, like, oh, we're going to explore through this level, and you have to solve puzzles on how right. to get through these levels in hell.
0: And if you get one of the puzzles wrong, then the demon will pop out, or something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. or something happens, or Virgil just scolds you, and is like, oh, you're a bad boy. Right.
0: Ender's <laughs> um, game. I just I just saw that I was like wait duh Ender's Game so and then 1984 is also there what you was talking about earlier George Orwell, Uh, (laughs) but Ender's Game yeah that's another one which is like a game in itself Mm -hmm. so it makes perfect sense that'd be super cool yeah Um, I have to see I think that yeah okay Uh, so this was
1: a fun talk I hate I didn't want you to feel put on the spot or anything but I just think it's I think it's so interesting because yeah as we continue to explore video games uh as a because i i other people see video games in a bunch of different ways personally for me i see video games as as unique storytelling devices storytelling mm-hmm. experiences uh that you can't get from a book or a movie and so um for me yeah that's why i wanted to talk about books and i want to talk about games and just see like what the future for books and games are and and if we are going to see a future of books and game book adaptations uh as video games
0: i wouldn't see why not i mean th- more money for the companies who ever do them mm-hmm. and whatnot so i i'm so in like if they do like a dune for example or even 1984 and the way you explain please it. please nobody take <laughs> that idea that's
1: a really good <laughs> idea or if you are inspired by that idea just hit me up <laughs> yeah
0: i mean I'm, um, I'm always down for new content and new ways to play games and explore and explore these new stories uh, I'm trying to pull up our email because we got an email. Mm-hmm. So just bear with me. Oh, that's I right. We totally, got an email. I totally forgot and I'm trying to pull that's it okay. up now. I'll
1: sing the Blue's Clues song in the meantime. <laughs> we just got a letter. We just got a letter.
0: Did they just start
1: that new we show? We just got or an email. A they reboot it with a new person. Right. <laughs>
0: have you watched it or no?
1: They have, I don't think they've started airing it yet. I think they just announced that the reboot is coming. Oh, or maybe okay. they did. I don't know. I don't get Nickelodeon. <laughs> I don't get... Uh, I do not get cable. I haven't...
0: Watched Nickelodeon, in since Invaders Zim was on, mm. <laughs> I don't know what's new long on it. Uh, I mean, I,
1: think my, I love Danny Phantom.
0: Danny Phantom was also a good one. Jim, Jimmy, eh. I mean, it, it has its highs and lows. Jimmy Neutron, but whatever. Uh, I gotta remember my Give me, give me a, give me a minute.
1: Okay. I'll keep talking about books and games. But yeah, are we going to see more classic books adapta- uh, adapted into video games, similar to Metro Exodus? Are we going to see games that are more action-based, that are based off of, like, in Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six? Are they going to be more action-based? Or are we going to start exploring video uh, books as, uh, in a different medium, especially with VR and especially with interactive experiences? I feel like the possibilities are endless, especially when in a realm right now where adaptations in film and sequels in film are so big, especially adaptations in film. Uh, I would love to see adaptations in gaming as well. Because I think it's a really unique uh, uh, genre that we see some of, but not a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, that was that was really fun. That was that was really fun. Uh, I wish Matt was here to also put his uh, his thoughts into this, but uh, I'm pretty sure we could come back to this topic again, and then we could just talk about it once again and get some more thoughts on what games do you see coming out as books and and whatnot. So. Now, as we segue to, uh, we actually got a reader mail uh, question or yeah. questions, um, and I believe that's Aridance.
1: It is Aridance. Thank yeah. you so much for emailing us, Aridance.
0: Yeah, Do you want to read it? I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's, I think it's two or three questions that he's asking. Yeah,
1: I think, I think at the bottom it answers, because we sent out our, our question last week right. was to the audience was, if you had to create, if you had to create a Mario game, a new Mario property, mm-hmm. what would it be? You're like a Mario game. Right and 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 Erdinsk writes uh do, do 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 i'm trying to find the good place to begin but i do, uh do 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 It's been a while since I played a Mario game, as I followed Final Fantasy to the PlayStation console, so I haven't owned a Nintendo console since the SNES, but I do remember playing a Super Mario RPG, which I vaguely recall being a really fun game. So I think it'd be interesting if they explored that angle a little more. Perhaps a new RPG, I'm thinking probably in the styles of a JRPG, uh, could be cool, and perhaps an uh, SRPG, kind of like the Sega Sega series, uh, which would certainly be... Be more of a departure from the norm. So I don't know if that would be considered that, but it'd be interesting for a new branch in the franchise, a turn-based Mario RPG. Isn't uh, Mario RPG... Mario Rabbids is that, but it's much more in the line of XCOM. So it's much more in like strategic gameplay. But a JRPG in the style with Mario characters... Would actually be pretty cool, especially if you got to collect like Peach and you've got to collect different Mario characters in their party and they each had different abilities. I could totally see them putting like Mario maybe like he gets transformed into like a fantasy realm. (laughs) And the DLC for that is you can add Link to the party and you yeah. can add Zelda characters to the party. But I could definitely see, like, yeah, this whole fantasy turn-based kind of JRPG Mario game being like, Mario's in... Th- I love this idea, Erdinsk. Uh Yeah, but it's like maybe it's like some kind of uh, fantasy Mario game where they each have different classes and, right. and whatnot.
0: Do you, do you think... A, I, I, well, I'm, I'm wondering why they haven't done that yet, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, B, I, JRPGs... From my perspective i love jrpgs but right now in the current uh i guess lineup of games right now are are jrpgs as popular as it once was back in the day and if whatever the answer is could that survive
1: well i think right now we're seeing a big resurgence and 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 uh we're seeing a lot of reboots and remasters of traditional jrpg games And especially with Final Fantasy VII, we're seeing almost not only we've kind of talked about this a little bit. Yeah. It's a reboot and a remaster in that there are things about the games that they have changed, but they've they've re- namely enhanced and rebooted the original story. So there is no longer that kind of turn-based gameplay in this new Final Fantasy VII game. Right. But then again, they have also remastered Final Fantasy VIII. Yep. Uh, so I think I think there is a possibility for it. I think I think a lot of people love this type of genre, this genre of games. Right. I love JRPGs. I mean, uh, Persona is a very yeah, very yeah. well-known JRPG that still follows that kind of style now, and I think I think it's it's definitely kind of maybe diverted itself from the traditional fantasy sense and it's kind of explored other areas, but I could definitely see like a JRPG of of in a, in a Mario game.
0: Um yeah. I mean, I mean it's I think it's to the point where they could do it Nintendo, they could do it if they want, but at the same time, they don't have to because they have already a, uh, several franchises that are doing well for them. I mean, either or, I, I would love to see that as well as something new, kind of. From I think Nintendo. it's a really
1: creative new idea for yeah. n- for a Mario game. Yeah. Thank you, Aridins. Yeah,
0: that's really that is really awesome. I thought he had a, like more than one question, but I, maybe I was reading into it too much. But because I know he's talking about VR as well. Mm-hmm. Let me but, get uh, into that. But yeah, um, yeah. Thank you, Aridins, for that. That is. See, we're we're building ideas. First, the roller coasters <laughs> with the Nintendo theme park. Now we're building or giving ideas for a game, particular okay. game for Nintendo. Here is here oh, okay. is
1: Arden's uh, VR. So, uh, we talked about VR a bit last week, right? In that, um, and Arden says. Uh, I, I don't think the technology is yet at a point for there to be really conductive to gaming with the limitations, especially in regards to movement. I also wonder if the broader scope of things like the holodecks in Star Trek, the Oasis in Ready Player One, uh, the program and the TV shown Reverie, or just VR in general shown in sci-fi properties has given people the expectation of what they are ho- looking slash hoping for from VR. So while I'm sure the current VR stuff is probably really cool, he also states earlier, or they also said earlier, That, um, similar to Matt, that I play games to relax and have fun. Uh, I totally get it. Um, Yeah, so looking, helping. So I'm sure the current VR stuff is probably really cool. It still could feel disappointing if your expectations were based on what you've seen in other media, which I get. I understand that. Um, especially, yeah, when you see, when you see holodecks and stuff or you get this idea of VR, especially from like the eighties and nineties and where VR is, is shown in these futuristic societies. Right. I can definitely see that. I think, yeah, the technology, I mean the, technolo- the technology, the fact that we can have VR headsets in homes now yeah. is really, really cool and really, really awesome. But I, I agree. I think I would love for there to, I would love slash am terrified if it gets to a point where it's like the Oasis from Ready Player One, cause it's this a super incredibly immersive taking you out of the real world VR experience. Um, But yeah, I'm curious to see, like I think we said last week, VR has an interest kind of on the up and up. Now it's kind of, we're reaching this precipice where it's going to reach, it's going to go to a next level. What's the next level VR going to be? And I'm really curious to see what that is.
0: Yeah. I think that the Oasis type of uh, VR AR, we'll get to their at some point, but that that I would think that also falls into line with the consumer, where how much of one thing can you consume until it takes you over, takes over here, you know, your, you know, if you get addicted to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I guess they just have to be, as a consumer, be cautious of how much you can consume. Yeah. Doing. Uh, that much VR and in, engulfing in or not engulfing indulging oh, it's the same thing it's indulging yeah, yeah. indulging mm-hmm. yourself into th- that type of content and being aware that hey <laughs> you don't go too deep <laughs> before <laughs> you're lost in it, you before, die in the game you die in real life yeah pretty much but uh, yeah I, I I see that happening in like what maybe 20 30 years
1: yeah it's definitely or? a ways to go but I feel like definitely the Oculus uh, yeah. the new Oculus is, is definitely paving the way for that
0: yeah even though that uh, what I think we talked about last week what we talked it? about valves VR valves, system versus yeah. the the oculus yeah as powerful as that one is uh you're still tethered to the computer so mm-hmm. yeah that one has ways to go but yeah uh I still see it happening r- regardless of you know but uh I think that was it. I remember seeing the VR thing that he was talking about but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so,
1: so this this week, our our mission for you all is: if you have a favorite book that you would love to made into a video game, or if there is a video game series that you would love to have books made off of mm-hmm. and to explore those worlds even more, please let us know. You can email us your ideas at refillyourhitpoints at gmail uh, We'll read. Uh, this call to action. We'll read out your responses uh, next week for this prompt as well. And we really appreciate getting an email because it's really fun uh, pitching ideas and hearing what your thoughts on video games are.
0: Yeah. Uh, along with that, you should also uh, give us an idea. You can think of of uh, a ride that you see at the Nintendo park. Oh my gosh. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Help us build our, our, our amusement park. Yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's <laughs> our pod- It'll be our podcast on the podcast. Uh, Exactly. Uh, let's ride it. <laughs> uh, Emily,
0: where can everyone find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter at frankly underscore Emily on Instagram with that extra little underscore. Uh, and yeah, if you follow me on Twitter, I post and I share all of my articles from Geek Girl Authority. So if you want to read those, uh, follow my Twitters. And you can also catch me regularly on Hyper RPG on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, especially at 7 p.m. on Wednesday as I GM the Rat Queens RPG.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find me on... Twitter and Instagram at the Vicious Fool. Um, you can also find me on, of course, here. Uh, you can find me on Warhammer <laughs> Hyper where, where is here? <laughs> here is hit points. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find me on Thursdays on Warhammer, either producing or be on the show. Or as well as you can find both of us on Mass Effect uh, the RPG. That's right. That Bert is GMing. So you can find us on a lot of things. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, this was fun. Uh, we miss you, Matt. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> <laughs> this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, thank you all for listening to Hit Points. And how does he usually close? <laughs> Forget how Matt closes. So I think we can said, just makes something I think up. I'll do my best, Matt.
1: <laughs> uh, and so uh, until next week, uh, be sure to refill those hit points.
0: There you go. Bye, guys.
1: Bye. <laughs>